Yeah, David? Do you want to go back? Back where? Back to the best. Back to the best? Back, back to, to the, the best. best. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Back to the Best. I'm David. And I'm Grace, and this is our podcast where we talk about all the best things from the 90s to the 2000s, which is also known as The Best Times. To all our first-time listeners, welcome. To all our former besties returning. Welcome back. Guys, David and I are currently fine, but we're in the middle of a winter storm. And by in the middle, she means it hasn't just quite starting. started yet, but it's coming tomorrow. <laughs> that was a good catch. I definitely said in the middle, but we're in the right. <laughs> we're actually, it hasn't even begun. But there is a California winter storm about to, about to hit. She's brewing. She's brewing there in parts of California. There's going to be snow. And look, the last time we got a bunch of rain, I got a nail in my tire. So I just can't leave my apartment. Oh, you can't. You cannot leave. Oh, my God. The nail in your tire. That was very stressful. Drove through a puddle and that was Uh, the nail popping my tire. Oh, like. (laughs) Yeah. Did you hear? Did you actually hear a pop? No. Okay. Okay. That would be very alarming. Oh, I don't think you would. It's too small. It's too small. I, the indicator, the light, mm-hmm. the light said, That's, the light said, take me in for service. Because they wedge their way in and then you keep driving and it just slowly leaks out the air. You know, it's kind of a metaphor for people that you need mm-hmm. to cut out of your life. They exactly. wedge their way in and then they slowly suck the happiness from your life. <gasps> that was kind of beautiful. And you're right. If you have anyone you. like that in your life, you need to be done with them. Life is too short. There's winter storms coming. We don't have time. Be done with those people. Oh, my God. Do you want to know something sad that happened today? No. I think the car made me. Oh, you said no. Okay. (laughs) Well, I mean, I don't want. I mean, I just don't like to hear sad things, but I do want to know what you're talking about. But just because I don't want to doesn't mean that I won't, you know? I totally get that. Um, And thank you for your honesty. (laughs) Um, (laughs) The car made me think of it. Tim and I, Tim is my husband. We went on a walk this morning and I watched, I watched a squirrel get run over by a car. I literally cried. (laughs) Tim had to hug me and console me. It was really sad. So I just want to dedicate this episode to that squirrel. May he or she rest in peace. peace. It was really traumatic and the car was coming in and the squirrel went out and I was like, no, no, no. And, but he didn't hear me, I guess. Oh no, you tried. I tried. I know. And I actually shed tears, but I'm also pregnant. So like, who knows? I cry all the time, but still. I'm just picturing if I happen to be driving by and looked at the corner to see Tim hugging you while you're crying. He literally did. He was like, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Cause I got so upset about the squirrel. I'm so sorry. Uh, At least you didn't do the running over because then you would have felt even oh worse. Oh my God. Forget it. Yeah, that would have been terrible. I don't know if the person even knew. Anyway, well, how I is everyone doing? Up- <laughs> I think we should uplift your spirits. <laughs> Let's uplift your spirits with just getting right to the news. You guys, our dreams. I never had a dream come true until the until day the that S Club I- 7 <laughs> announced a reunion. You guys, thank God. If you're new here, we are huge S Club 7 fans. If you're not new here, then you know that. We've had two of the members mm. on, hoping to get all of them one day. Yeah, it's like they're like our Pokemon. We got to catch them all. We just got to catch them all. We need we need <laughs> S Club 7 go. The thing is, so that they announced a reunion tour, which is incredible. Um, 
no U.S. states as of now, but we're not giving up hope. We're not giving up. And you know what? Dustin told me that if this is something that I really want to do and I can figure it out where I get time off work, he would fly with me to see them in the U.K. You want to come? Oh, my God. Yeah. Duh. Listen, I was looking at flights to the U.K. last week for to help a coworker because two of my coworkers are going to London for something for our for our organization. Mm -hmm. They're not bad. There was like round trips for like seven hundred dollars. I'm just saying. I'm not gonna lie. I tried to get S Club tickets to London just because I was like, I can always sell them. Yeah. They sold out the O2 Arena two <gasps> nights in less than ten minutes. I didn't get tickets, so okay. if I can make it work, their Dublin show in Ireland has tickets left. So I was like, okay, we can go to okay. we can go to Ireland. Oh my god, we love Ireland. They love us there as well. <laughs> they love us there. I'm a ha I'm half Irish. Half of the Marnin to you. The luck of the Irish. That's a hard accent to do. It's a great movie. Oh, it's a great movie. But um, so stay tuned to see if we make it to the UK or Ireland. Listen, I hope that the success of them selling out the O2 Arena, th that they'll come over here. It's like they, that's they what I'm really hoping because yeah. they just added a third O2 Arena show this morning. Oh my and uh, and they added like two other dates over there too. Like they're selling out like crazy. And I've I've seen a bunch of people post that like all they need to do is just come where they filmed the show, like a show in Miami, oh, a show in yes. LA. Yes. Listen, okay, this is what we're gonna do. Listeners, we need your help. Even if you can't make it, let's all just buy tickets so that we sell out all of the shows in the UK and then they'll be like, Oh my god, they're doing so well. And they'll come over here. Remember when we used to be into petitions? Do we need one? Oh my God. I still love a petition. Remember our Remember? petition phase? Oh my oh God. We made a petition God. like once a week. We were oh, petitioning I about mean, everything. Our, our best petition was still whenever we, we, we petitioned to let Lizzie McGuire be an adult. Oh, that was a good one. I mean, that mm -hmm. got like almost a thousand signatures. <laughs> Guys, we will make another petition. Do not tempt us. We love a petition. Don't tempt and us with a good time. It's been way too long. <laughs> we really used to pump those out. Speaking uh, of things that have been way too long. Yes. It's been way too long since we have been blessed with a guest. Oh, my God. The blessings are upon us, everybody. We have a guest. We love having guests. We were so, so excited to speak with Jane, who you've already, already seen from the title. We just oh really God, yeah. hit it off. Like, I know we say that a lot, but really, we hit it off with we, her. We really did. Yeah. Um, it's Jane Sibbett. You know her as Carolyn Friends. She was Clarice in It Takes Two, mm -hmm. our favorite Mary-Kate and Ashley movies. Oh she's basically, she's done over 200 episodes of TV. So if you don't know her from either of those, you're going to know her from something. And we're just very excited for you to listen to this interview because we really had the best time talking to her. So without further ado, here she is, Jane Sibbett. So our podcast is called Back to the Best, um, and we focus on like <laughs> '90s, early 2000s nostalgia, which you are in some Shit of our history. all time favorite <laughs> shows and movies in that time. Oh, so we'd so love to fun. ask you some questions about things that you were in then, what you're up to now. But I guess first, how did you even get started in the entertainment industry? How did I actually get started or why did I choose to become an actress? <laughs> well, let's start with why did you choose? Let's start yeah. with why did you choose? I want to I know the why. The why. Well, you know, I was one of those kids, like like you hear of so many, that so many of us are super shy, right? And so this was my way to 
um, come out of my horrible, horrible, I mean, really bad shy, just like stuttering, blushing, crying if the teacher called on me in class, kind of shy, like really debilitating mm. shy. And I had this um, class in high school and it was just a musical and I was understudy for, you know, mini, mini Faye and Hello Dolly. <laughs> and I, ah. I don't sing or anything like that, but I loved this experience so much that I could lose myself. I could lose this shy Jane, this persona and, and actually be something else that I wasn't. My mom was just a, this great socialite and debutante and so free and, and I was everything that she was not in that way. So mm -hmm. when I could actually pretend to be a little more elegant or whatever it was, you know, whatever spicy character I could get my teeth into, I really decided I love this so much. And I began to do community theater around my high school because I was way too shy to do it at my high school. I was still working it out. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, and then I applied to UCLA and got my start there. And, and the way that I got my start there is literally I was one of those people that worked her way through college. I had a, I had a little scholarship. I had a little grant, you know, got help. And I worked. I had to work more a little more than you're supposed to when you go to UCLA but I was helping pay my way through school and mm -hmm. so I wasn't able to audition and so I have all these really talented friends that were just you know in every single show and I couldn't because I was a research librarian at, at UCLA at the uh -huh. URL I still love research I'm because I'm a total dork I would lose <laughs> and the biggest frustration for that was that I actually had to help people I couldn't just read the scripts because I was <laughs> I actually had to help people, which was really frustrating, but I did get to hone my skills and I was gratefully asked to be in this really special class at UCLA that they offer to just like 12 undergrads. They plucked us out and put us in the master's program for a year. And it's not, we didn't get a master's from this, but we got this. So, um, and then an angel from that just recommended me and I had my first audition during my senior year and thankfully I didn't get it because I wouldn't have gotten my degree because at UCLA, you cannot work while you're in college. Otherwise, you get kicked out of the school. Oh, you actually get kicked out? Yeah. You cannot work. Wow. You cannot work in the acting field when you are a theater major. You get booted. They wow. want you to Never commit. Yeah, yeah. They want you to commit to it. It's a good, it's a good idea. Yeah. Um, and I didn't get the audition. I didn't get that part anyway, but I did start working right away. So it's probably a good experience wow. to even get an audition then too. It was because, I, you know, I, it was my first audition. And then the next thing I knew within 24 hours, I was – flying to New York City um, for, oh. to, uh, to screen test for a soap opera. And, um, you know, I didn't even have a coat. I was living in LA, right? You know, <laughs> I didn't even have a proper coat. I was snowing. I didn't know how to call oh, for a no. taxi or anything like that. I, you know, like, <laughs> there were no Ubers. And it's snowing. Yeah, no lifts. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. And yes, exactly. No lifts, no Uber back in those days. And so finally some kind gentleman came and um, hailed a taxi for me. I finally got at home. But anyway, that's how my life started. And I was, I was, and then the casting director from that, he said, you know, I think it'd be really good for you. And I could help be if you wanted to come in and be my reader for all these auditions. So oh. I got to see people coming in and reading for all these different soap operas, which meant all these crazy characters. Right. And I got to see how people walked into the office and what they did and how they presented themselves. And sometimes it was just horrible. So it was a great, he gave me a great education. I never got paid for that, but that was an, also an essential education. So I've had angels my entire life helping me through getting me in. When my friends, like I say, are always you know far more talented than I, but I was blessed to get to work. So 
That's yeah. how it started. It was a big story today. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's amazing. And I've heard, I have had friends that have done some work where they've been readers and yeah. they always say that they'll either, because it's kind of like fun. You get to almost play a little part for a couple minutes. And then mm. the learning experience oh, yeah. of seeing other actors walk in and maybe you could be like, oh, if, if that were me, what would I do? And yeah. you kind of are in that world all day. Yeah. So I imagine that was really, really helpful and, and a cool opportunity. You really got to see how people could tank an audition by the way they walked in. If they were an ass <laughs> oh, when they walked in, you know, and they, you, you have to kind of read the room, right? So you learn to read the room really quickly. Do they want to chat? Do you want to hold your character mm. depending on what you're doing? You want to come in with that, you know, all your fuel going and everything yeah. all fired up and they like want to chat like, oh, but, uh. you know, you you definitely learn because this is on something that um, Hugh Wilson taught me. Do you know Hugh Wilson? He was, he was, he wrote, oh, he wrote Frank's Place and he wrote um, WKRP before me. And when I came on, I did a show called The Famous Teddy Z, which is 1987. So a little bit before what we're talking about. And he had said, you know, when what part of the casting is about choosing who you want to hang out with oh. and so don't be the crazy person when you walk wow. into a room and i literally yeah. i mean there were, there were two of us up for this part on the famous teddy z and he took the other one and i i, I don't know who it is so i'm not going to give anything away um but she walked in and he said you know we would like we think we like you would you like to have dinner with the other executive producers and i and so they went out to dinner and she was a crazy woman. And he's oh, like, no. hell no. I'm not, I don't want to be stra strapped with that person potentially for seven years, 10 years, right? Oh, especially, yeah. 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 Oh my so, God. It's all it's so, so much time you're spending right? with those people. Right. Yeah. So it behooves you to be not the crazy one, but to actually be the one that you could <laughs> hang out with a little bit. So there's, a, there's obviously so many ways that people get auditions, but at least that wasn't a casting couch. That was a really smart thing, you know? <laughs> Seriously. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. Just be likable, likable and normal, maybe. Normal, <laughs> and, and right? You might get it. Who knows? Yeah. You don't want to tell your yeah. crazy stories at night to impress people, right? You don't want to, you know, talk about the wild party that you had that night, or you want to don't yeah. want to drink, <laughs> right? Yeah, get drunk at the first dinner. <laughs> That's not a good idea. Yeah, they're like, yeah, not not a know. great look. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then what was your first successful like big audition well let's see i mean big audition i even remember the first guest star that i got on this little show or um it was crazy i would would you what would you call the big success you mean like a regular or i guess like your first your first show that you booked on tv the first the first uh show <laughs> so perfect um it was a show call oh wait maybe it was the fall guy no i think it was scarecrow and mrs king so i started as a high class prostitute okay. <laughs> because you know it's hollywood right sure and yeah i think the first two guest stars that i did of course they patted me way out to here <laughs> and oh, no. I, that was like that's my impression of what that was like for me i remember loving the fox you know being on the fox um a lot and Let's see, I don't remember. I guess the other one was Warner Brothers. Mm. Um, of course, Warner Brothers is so. <laughs> do, 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 do you, when you go through the gates, do you just like your heart just goes home? Do you feel that I, way when you walk out? I love that lot so much. Isn't it Me crazy? Too. There's like yeah. so many great memories on each of those lots, right? I have a memory on every lot. <sighs> and, yeah, and hopefully, we're biased, but it's so. There's something about Warner Brothers. Right. It just, it really is so amazing. And I mean, our job was luck. We were so lucky to 
have to know a lot of detail yeah. about yeah. it. Oh, I bet you know more than I do, right? <laughs> oh, I have a quiz for you. Okay, so what was the famous show? Yeah, you ready? So what was the famous show okay. that was in? Okay, so first of all, stage what is for Friends? 24. 24. What was the show that preceded Friends, the successful show that preceded Friends in stage 24? Wasn't it? Well, Full House, House comes to mind, yeah. Woo! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely worked with Warner Brothers. That's really good. <laughs> yeah, right. I remember that we looked around, you know, because everyone had their rooms all decorated. And yeah, obviously, wow. do they leave that up for you guys or no? Do they keep it? Do you do people tour or they tour the stage 24? Do they go up into the dressing rooms? Nah. Not in the dressing no. rooms. Like yeah. whenever, um, whenever I, mean, I first started, it was Mike and Molly in stage 24. Right. With so Rena Wilson. Yes. Yeah, so, uh-huh. <laughs> so we would get to like walk the tours in and like just sit where like the audience would sit for a live taping and then just exit. That was about it. Yeah. yeah. But that's yeah. it. That's all they do. Yeah. We couldn't, we weren't allowed to take people down we couldn't really go in camera alley for sure. We couldn't go uh-huh. to the dressing rooms, I think, because they could have been being used or could have yeah. been someone in there at the time. Or so maybe because you, then you get the creepy people that sneak in and they know how to get to access it, right? That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like, darn, but I get it. <laughs> yeah. No, I get it. I get it. I, you know, I always want to come and do the Warner Brothers tour. I want to just like sneak on and jump into the, one of the golf carts and just oh, come yeah. in and. I just think it's so much fun. I love, I, uh, I love so what you history. did. So oh, much yeah. history. And really? I, yeah, that I don't remember, you know, I remember doing the universal tour a long, long time. Oh ago. yeah. And your friends always want to come to town and do those tours. And if you're working, you just like go off and do, you know. Yeah, have fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so those guest stars were just, those were little things, but the first regular gig I had was a soap opera called Santa Barbara. Okay. And this was, and it was, you know, it was really interesting because it had a lot of success. It was the number one show in nighttime in France for years. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So, yeah, it was like Dynasty and, and Dallas in that way that it, um, it really hit big over there, but it was a nighttime show. So we had this whole other thing. And I, of course, when you play a when you play on the soap operas, you want a juicy character like I was. I played my character's name was Jane, and she was bitch by day, slut by night. So <laughs> I, you know, I started out with, and I had red hair because I was doing a play at the time, and there were so many blondes on the show. They wanted. They said, "Would you keep your red hair?" I'm like, oh, "Okay." And but finally, they finally they let me go back. But I love this character because I got to wear the you know crazy clothes, of course, something that you do when you're a bitch by night and you lower your voice <laughs> like this. And, Got all the curls and the red hair and these long, long nails and uh-huh. the drama, the soap opera drama, <laughs> soap opera drama. It was great, though. I had a blast, and I would have done it forever had I not been um, released from my contract. <laughs> the one and I? only time. The one and only time. Oh. So I've been, I'm grateful for that. But it was good because then within a week later, I was on a, you know, number one sitcom. So it was all right. That's crazy. Yeah. 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 Did, did you enjoy the, I've heard a lot of actors talk about how much they enjoy the sitcom schedule because Loved. it's the closest they'll get to a nine to five and you're not like night shoots on a movie set, which I'm sure is amazing. But did you, you preferred the sitcom setup? No, I like, I like all work. I mean, I really love all the schedules, but yes, especially for family life, sitcom schedule was ideal, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Well, different, obviously different shows have a different schedule. When we were doing the famous Teddy Z, they, they shot it like a play. So we got it in the can with our audiences, shot the whole thing, shot it twice. And then we let the audience go. And then we worked on it all night long. They shot it in order, like from start to finish. They could have two laughs. It was two impressions. And they would, you know, they would do a little revision between the next audience. So it was Uh back-to-back audiences. And then we would go in and then we'd go back for pickups and revisions and things like that. And of course, you always want to have the live audience there because then you get the real read because you're sure that that joke's going to work at a course of bombs or are you sure that, you know, (laughs) and then the audience goes for it, right? So you always want to have that live audience. And um, I loved that because it kept us super fresh, but I loved it more like the way it was with friends where we just worked it. And, but there was another show that I was on. I'd like to forget that show. Um, uh, Whatever that name was. That's how much I love that show. And (laughs) we would work until, you know, we'd finally let the audience go at 1am and they were exhausted and they wanted to go and you're like slipping away, you know, kind of, we just keep them, keep them long and late. And it was crazy. Everybody was tired Yeah, it was too much. So there's, you have de- depending upon how good your producers are, they can definitely feel the the read of the audience, and they want to move through. And how many how many friends did did you get to see? Did you get to go and see some of the shows? Did you get to go see it or no? I never did because it was um, we were babies. Then. It was over by the time that I started working there. <laughs> yeah. Of course, you were babies. Then. What am I thinking? <laughs> You're youngsters. What am I thinking? I would We've have seen the show, to have just seen not live. Yeah. What am I thinking? Yeah. You know, it's so funny. You know, just to think about that, because since my son is 28 and we started when he was two days old, I have to think really like, oh, that's right. <laughs> Anyone 28 or 30 or 35. Maybe they weren't watching Friends. Um, wait, can we go back to you started when he was yeah, two days old? Two day, you were working when your son was two days old? Two days old. Yeah, I came home from the hospital and I got a phone call. I said, hey, you know that show that you wanted – you you heard? did you hear the story about what happened before I got Friends? That no, How I auditioned I, for Friends? I believe you auditioned for Jennifer Aniston's part. Did maybe okay. Yes. Now, and I like to go on the record on this one because it's been it's been kind of warped in the talking of it. So mm-hmm. I went in an audition for it, came out of there, my manager full of bluster. You just kicked it. They want you. You're awesome. You're amazing. You know, we're starting the contract, the deal. I'm like, whoa, whoa, wait a second, wait a second. Uh huh. Yeah. I said, you tell them I'm pregnant. I go, I love the show. I want to make this happen. Can you tell them I'm pregnant? And will this work out for the schedule? Oh, it's not going to work out for the schedule. Um, and like they said, but it's okay. We're going to make the we're making the test deal. It's all going to be great. We're going to go forward with it. They want you. They want you. They want you. I like you have got to find out the schedule, and you need to tell them I'm pregnant because that would be lying. You, you, mm-hmm. We have to let them know because my husband was yeah. a producer, and that would like wreck the show if you're if you, you're out to here and you're not supposed to be pregnant sure. in the show. It doesn't work. Season one. <laughs> Yeah. And I was like, yeah. oh, okay, we'll tell. I go, but you know what? If they don't go for it, please tell them I'd love to play the pregnant lesbian because maybe that'll work. Yeah. And so it came back like, of course you can't do it because, of course, the schedule is exactly then. It's already getting picked up. We already know this. You know, they were so mad at me that I didn't just go for it, right? Uh-huh. And I, I said, well, what about the pregnant lesbian? Like, well, it won't work. But they said they would keep you in mind. And so when I came home from the hospital after delivering my son, I had a 24-hour labor. Yeah, 24 Gosh. hours for my son. It was a little bit long. Not as long as my first one. I don't want to make you nervous. It's okay. 
<laughs> Grace is like, what am I doing? <laughs> You're not going to go so long. You're going to just be, it's going to be nice and easy breezy for you. <laughs> Um, but when I came home from this labor I, and the phone actually rang and we didn't have cell phones, I maybe I guess people are calling to congratulate me. I picked up the phone and they said, Jane, you know, that, that friends I'm like, oh yeah, I love that friends, that friends, <laughs> that, that friends pilot. <clears throat> well, the character that was playing the pregnant lesbian isn't working out and they want to know if you can start work. I'm like, oh, wow, that's awesome. I just got home from the hospital. I'm like, oh, when do they want me to come tomorrow? I'm like, uh, just got home from the hospital. Kind of sore. Kind of sore. Look, they're going to make it super simple for you. Super simple. They're gonna, you can you can bring your nanny. I'm like, don't have a nanny. I got my mom. I'm like, you can mm. bring your mom. We'll make it easy. It's just two episodes. Just in, out, super simple. Just a couple scenes. You could just do this in your sleep. What do you think? I'm like, oh, I don't know. I'm really sore. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, look, how about this? How about we send the pilot over to you and you can watch it? So they sent the pilot over to me. And I'm watching. I'm nursing my son. And I'm watching this. And I'm just watching David Schwimmer. I'm like, oh, my God, he is so brilliant. Mm. I have got to work with him. Mom, <laughs> we're going to work tomorrow. And I, so the next day, and they made a trailer outside for me. And I wasn't inside so that we could, mm. you know, so my son could cry and my mom could rock him. And, you know, babies mostly sleep at that time anyway, right? You'll find this out. They mostly sleep when they're first born, newborn. And so that's what I did. Started, and I could be pregnant because that's my character was already. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's so yeah. true. Oh so I could gosh. be fluffy, as I like to call it. Yeah. Fluffy. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Dang, you're yeah. superwoman. Oh my gosh. Seriously. Uh, well, my first baby started when I was two weeks old. So I mean, because I was already under contract for the show called Herman's Head, so I had to go back oh. to work. And then with my so Kai was two days, my daughter was two two weeks, and then my next one was two months before I went back to work. So wow. you don't have to do it that way, Grace. You can just <laughs> normal. I just I think that people should just wrap themselves around their babies and do it whatever you oh. want. Okay? Do whatever you want. You okay. don't have to do the super mom thing. Okay. It just was crazy. Whenever I would get pregnant, I would get offered all this work. So yeah. the timing. <laughs> the timing. I was ripe and juicy and like, whatever. <laughs> I know how boobs will travel. Oh my God. Yeah. Nursing makes life so much better. <laughs> if you can do it, it's awesome. Yeah. I'm a big advocate of boobs. Wow. I mean, I guess how do you, you just, it's like your friend falls, you go. Yeah. That friend's Well, show. thank God just you did. It. Yeah. <laughs> great, great, great. Any tips, Grace? I can come down and be your, be your extra, extra grandmother. Oh, if you need a little, Always. come on okay. down. <laughs> the door's open. Come on in. David will awesome. probably be here. Oh yeah, okay. I'll be sitting on the couch. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll tag team. I'll give. I'll pass off the baby. <laughs> yeah, love that. Love that. Yeah. So, you had mentioned they you did two episodes at that time because did they normally like how did you know how many episodes you'd be in? Did they so give they you said, a kind of a heads up? Yeah. So what they did was they said it would be two episodes, but then it went so well. Yeah. Um, Mara Kaufman actually is so fun because we rekindled our friendship recently. It's been really fun to hear her stories now about what mm -hmm. that time was like. We've done a couple workshops together and um, she was talking about how she had seen me play. I think it was the Valentine's episode. And she, and I think that was supposed to be, that was, I think that was the second episode that I was in. 
And she said that she saw something that the way that I was playing it, that I was playing it for real. I wasn't playing it for laughs, which is mm. because I was just, oh, this is Jess and I always say this. I, you know, we were the straight men to his, you know, his comedy, mm. right? Um, the, the gay women playing the straight men. <laughs> um, but because I was playing it for love and because I did it in a way that she didn't really write it for, mm -hmm. she loved it so much she wanted to have it in the show. And so then I was asked if I would just be recurring character. So I knew that I would have, you know, so, you know, this, at least this many episodes in this show and that's what it would be like, but you know, wow. it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't like it obviously, as you saw, it didn't last forever, but I was there as much as they could bring me back, you know, when it made sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and is what, it, oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say, I'm like, <laughs> what a compliment to you. I, that must feel really great when you, when they saw something that you did that maybe <laughs> they didn't even intend on. I feel like that's such a great compliment. Well, I, I wish I could take credit for it, but literally, Grace, I was so milky, exhausted mom, new mom. That I, <laughs> I was like, I, I didn't even have like, the, you're like, I just kind of did what came, whatever came out of my mouth, came out of my mouth. Exactly. <laughs> I would love to take credit for what she thought. No, it's, you're, you're, for me, I was so hormonal and so emotionally right here that when, when David was speaking so sincerely to me in this episode, oh my God, it just makes me cry to think of it, right? Oh. Even he was, he's such a beautiful actor and obviously really funny. And he gave that sweet and tender kiss, you know, and, and it was so moving that I couldn't help him. I have my eyes flood with tears. It wasn't like I was acting. I was just in it with him because that's all there is when you're a brand new mom. And, mm -hmm. and I'm grateful I didn't have a lot of jokes that I needed to like hit. <laughs> all I needed to do was be present with him and that was what they enjoyed. So I guess Aww. just being, <laughs> I make a joke about this because I play so many crazy characters, but, <laughs> but Carol really is the closest to who I am mostly because I was just me. Because I, was, I was just like this milky whatever. I just love you all. <laughs> My grass are like <laughs> I still look at I still look at the the wedding. You now you're now no one's gonna be able to unsee this, but when you go to some of the pictures, the press pictures of our wedding, you can see that I nursed on one side beforehand. <laughs> like, I'm so sorry. It's really dramatic and it's really scary to see. I Everybody. wish they I wish they touched it up because it's like two, it's like two cup sizes different. <laughs> Everybody listening right now just paused to go find that episode. They did. Yeah. It's, not even, it's, yeah, it's the episode, but it's also just like the press pictures are just, it's so scary. I know. Now there'll be memes about it, about the milky boob, the one no. <laughs> Well, because also, also that was like such an important episode just in general, because it was the first ever um, lesbian wedding on TV, right? That's yeah. right. Exactly right. Well done. Yes. <laughs> it was. I didn't know when I had one, when boob big, I was like a unicorn. <laughs> Makes it more memorable, right? Yeah, right? <laughs> it's a great story. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've ever really told that story so much. I must be feeling very comfortable with you too. Well, again. if you decide later, if you, you want don't it out, want it in, it's out. No, it's always, <laughs> you know, it's life. It's that's the funny part about it, especially when you're a mom and you're doing all these things. It's like that's the the fun. I mean, I talk about it with it takes two about you can see when when like and I'm zipped up into that green dress and it's like my milk is going. Boop, 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 boop. It's like, suddenly I have breasts at my chin <laughs> because because it was so hard to unzip me out of this dress with my son at that time. Oh, so 
Yeah, no extra needed there. Just milk. <laughs> I was in so much pain when that was done. Anyway, oh. let's go back. Let's move anyway, on. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, David, you're being such a good sport to hear all this milky oh, talk. I, We're just getting Grace ready. <laughs> I have two sisters, two stepsisters. <laughs> this is fine. Awesome. <laughs> Such a good sport. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> um, okay, well, since you brought up It Takes Two, we love that movie so much. I can't even tell you how many times my sisters and I would watch that movie just on repeat. Oh, really? That's very mm. sweet. That's Was that um, role of Clarice just so much fun to play? Because I, I feel like that role is so opposite of what you are in real life. Right, right. Yes, it was a blast to play. I love playing, I mean, the, these arch characters. And the funny thing about it was I actually would go to Andy Tennant, who is our director, and I would say, I feel like I'm in a different movie than everybody else. Are you sure you wanted this high? I mean, I was pitching it super high, right? It wasn't just like subtle comedy like Friends. It was like, woo, let's get, how crazy can we make Clarice? And he's like, nope, this is what we want. Make, you know, go for it, go for it. So I had a blast. I love working with the girls, love working with Kirsty. Kirsty was such a generous person. And mm. and obviously, uh, Steve Gutenberg, what a dear. But oh, it was oh, it was a yeah. dream job. It was again, I was Kai, let's see, my son Kai was then three months old. Let's see, we did it started in spring, I guess it was because it was very cold winter. So winter, yeah, yeah, yeah. About three, 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 three to six months old for the time we were okay. shooting. So again, milky oh. dreams, right? Yeah. <laughs> your best, your best. Well, work. again, I was gonna I say know, again, right? <laughs> of course you got that role then. Yeah, right. I know. Yeah. Of course, right. And then another just so it was such a great gift. That was, I think you, I even got into that consideration for that part because of my work on Friends at that point, because Friends had just kind of hit, right? Okay. So, yeah, it was God. just, it just been released and was taken off. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and did you find, because from working on these shows and these movies, you can see all aspects, right? You're the, you're in the acting seat, but then of course you can see the directors, you can see the producers, writers, you work with them. Does that because you also produce and direct? Did you kind of watch them and think maybe that was something you wanted to try as well? Like, how did you kind of make that transition? I wish that I'd watch more carefully to tell you the truth. I was terrified of directing. It um, seems very intimidating. Yeah, I, I don't understand how people do it. <laughs> it still is t intimidating, and I wish, but I, but I really love doing it, and I, and I would really like to do more. I would love, I mean, I, there's so many things. My life is so busy. I can't imagine doing more, but I think it's, um, I don't know. It's, it's one of the great skills because you have to have such an overview of everything. I don't know if I'm smart mm -hmm. enough to do it. Now my brain's I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I really, directing especially, I, I feel like you have to have a confidence to do something like that and just a real talent because you're overseeing everything. And you're calling the shots and it mm -hmm. just seems these amazing movies. It's like, oh my gosh, you directed that. How? I, I, like how? I don't even know how the writers do it. Yeah. So many people that work on shows and movies. It's so impressive to me. Well, yeah. I, I, in terms of directing, I would love to go back to that. And I believe it's a, you know, it, like I said, it's a great skill. I wish that I could, sometimes I wish I could drop out of my other life <clears throat> And go, it's, I'm an old woman now, you know, it's like just to pick this up right now. Okay. I am an old oh. woman now. 
I am. I'm 60 years old now. I mean, this is old. Just start like, hey, I'm going to pick up directing again. You never know. Well, you never know. Yeah. I don't know if they have. Yeah. I guess they, I mean, certainly they have programs. Um, <laughs> so now, it's, now I'm in the in this the diverse spectrum because of ageism right so now i you know i come on and help the help yeah. the old girl out right <laughs> see if i can go out and, and direct again but i and i love producing and i would love to do more of that i think there's so much work that, that can be done out there mm-hmm. so many balls in the air so many balls yeah in, the air, you know, in my life right yeah. now. yeah 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 is it mainly documentaries that you or do you work on documentaries too right yes i i was doing documentaries i had started um, that's a, that's that whole other life, right? That's that led me to that whole other life. Yes, I started off in documentaries, but I also I also did independent films and I did a few pilots. So um, you know, they're they're out, they did not get picked up, but we did like three or four pilots, oh, and wow. then um, a- an independent film, and yeah. So there was a lot of work. <laughs> there was a lot of work <laughs> for you know, it, it, and I. Uh, I learned a lot about that, but I still, there's so much to learn always, right? Especially with the technology oh, yeah. changing in the way that it is. And now, you know, mm-hmm. there's there's so many venues now to get your work out there. So if you want to do that, but as you know, by the other things that are happening in my current life, um, it, it makes it hard to even slip in anything more, but um, hopefully mm-hmm. I'll create more space for all that soon because I I've, I have a lot of pans in the fire that I would really, really like to get going. So yeah. Yeah, see. definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you're a little busy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Busy. It's a little bit. Yeah. yeah. It's been really busy. Yes. <laughs> well, we mentioned it a little bit in the beginning, but can you just tell a, for any listeners too, a little bit about Jane's dancing hands? Okay. Well, so going back to, so I'll give you this, the, the prelude. It was that I was asked to do a documentary film on a healer who doesn't call himself a healer. Um, and, uh, it was pretty out of the box and they were, they sent me over some of the documentaries that had been done on him. And they were saying that they would like to get some films about him. They were actually encouraging more people to come and see him. And I'm looking at this stuff. I'm going, Whoa, this stuff is scary. People are falling down. Like ambulances are coming and people are crying and having these horror, mm-hmm. what looked like horrible experiences. And I couldn't understand any of it because it was in a different language. And I said, wow, it would be great if this were, this guy were true, but this looks so fake. But if it is true, wouldn't that be awesome to do it? So we met him, immediately had an, an experience where we were like the kids in the back of the classroom. It was like we had all gotten high together and we were like, you know, couldn't stop laughing while everyone else is weeping. So we knew there was an experience because this was like a real experience, this feeling high while uh-huh. everyone else is crying. But then we started, when we started to just like, okay, we'll, we'll go for this, we'll try to do this. And the moment we started filming, we had all these experiences started to happen. So I worked with him for about three years. I followed him around, I collected material. I started producing some of his live events. And then that, um, <laughs> and, so that, and then that led to me being asked to work with other people and the next people and the next people. And so then this one person I, be, I worked with, I was. I said I wasn't going to work with any more of these healers because this is a really interesting life, yeah. and it's hard to balance it because these are these are bona fide healers, or had they had experience? People would have experience with them that were just like out of this world. Nothing from my background. I did had. I did not have the big woo woo. You know, I wasn't the mm-hmm. woo woo girl. Um, 
but one of them said, I promise, you know, whatever experience you've had in the past, it will not be the same with me. Just please, please, I would love for you to produce an event for me or a series of events for me. And so he just tapped me on my first eye and I went down, boop, and then my hand started to dance. So this dancing thing, it's like these mudras start coming through my hands and mm -hmm. I was on my back for about an hour. Then everybody's up and waking up and then he taps me again and I go back down again. And for another hour, my hands are doing this. And so when this whole event is over, I stand up and I'm supposed to be talking about this man, but I am like out of my body. I have, mm -hmm. I have no relationship whatsoever to this body form. I don't know what is up, but I know that I have to speak. So I start talking about it. And then after it was all over and I was asking people what their experiences were, I'm kind of like going through all these motions. And then after it was over, a group of women came and said, we just can't get over the light coming out of your hands. Like, no, 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 not, I'm not the person you're seeing. Yeah. He's the one. But what had happened basically was he gave me an activation that something hidden within me began to work and my hands were danced. It was nothing that was in my control. And pretty soon after, immediately, they were saying like, there's all this light and energy coming in your hands. I'm like, no, 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 not me. But then <laughs> I would wake up in the morning and my hands were dancing independently on their own. And I would just watch wow. with fascination. And the feeling that was flooding my through my body was beautiful. It was like this joyful, blissful feelings. But again, I wasn't attached to anything, but I asked him some questions. I'm like, something's happening. He's like, well, just follow it, see what happens. He wasn't really thinking anything of it. But my hands began to reach out to people that were not feeling well. And, and then mm. I just like, I don't know what's really going on here, but there's something happening. And they were like, wow. And these people would go into these states of ecstasy mm -hmm. or um, suddenly they would talk about like a pain disappearing. And so I, I started to work on a movie with, a, with an actor who had, he didn't tell anybody, he was in horrible Lyme disease. Like he could hardly mm. walk. And he couldn't even walk up the oh. stairs, but as an actor, which is really scary. Oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah, so when the film was all over, I said, you know, I have this crazy little thing that's been happening. My friends are calling it Dancing Hands, Jane's Dancing Hands, because we don't know what to call. We don't know what it is. No one knows what it is. But it seems to be helping some people feel better. Would you like me to try, you know, see what happens? And he said, yeah. I would wear a tinfoil hat if I could feel better, whatever <laughs> it takes, you know. And so <clears throat> my hands began to dance. And these veins raised up on his legs. And then, you know, and so he his limp went away immediately. The pain disappeared immediately. Within a within a week, he was walking upstairs, no problem. Within a month, he was running a five-minute mile. Wow. So I did it just oh my like God. so he was like, You have got to keep going. And so other people were coming forward with these things. Yeah, as I had the same thing. Like, I can't believe this. This is I mean, I go, you know, for me, it's, it's as weird as anything because I yeah. am not that woo-woo girl. I mean, yeah, I have a, I had a woo-woo husband, but I really, I'm like, really, this is kind of strange. And people yeah. like, stop apologizing. It's happening. <laughs> you know, like when I would work on people, I had even a friend who is, you know, at home and she's like, you gotta, you gotta dance for me. And so I'm dancing on Zoom like this, right? And my hands are pounding and they're doing all sorts of things. And there's all these rhythms coming out. She's Hawaiian. Pounding, 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 pounding. And then she, I didn't hear from her two, two, or two days. And then she tells me, I didn't want to tell you, but I had a tumor. And they went in to open me up. You know, I was, because there wasn't, she wasn't on the other side of the Zoom. It was just, you know, me talking to her without a camera. Okay. She didn't tell me she was in the hospital. And they were getting ready to open her up. And when they opened her up, there was no tumor. And the doctor's like, we're <gasps> keeping you for observation. 
like this can't be we we've seen it on all the ultrasounds we have all the imaging we don't know what's happened she's like mm, you keep checking but i have a feeling i know i had a miracle and so these things have happened you know working with babies that you know are pre-verbal mm. uh working with people come to these i do these dancing hand circles now where people will come in and they don't speak english but suddenly they'll tell their daughter like i don't know what that woman is saying but i know that suddenly my back pain that i've had for the last five years is gone wow. so <clears throat> i have been on this journey not only i've been starting to write about this but not only to like my hands my heart wants to help everybody that's why i say i really would love to come down and help take care of your baby with you you know i'll babysit you you and your are you co-parenting do you have a do you have a i'm not psychic do you have someone that you're having a baby husband yes my husband yes okay I never, yeah. I, I did this the other day. I'm like, how's your husband? It's my wife. Okay, good. Wow, oh. I should know that. Does anyone should know this, right? <laughs> oh my God, if anybody should know that I shouldn't be asking those questions right off like that. But, you know, I, my whole mama heart is like grown 10, 10 times with this. I, I, the only impulse that I have is that I need to help and I have to be here now in this body for the best and the highest good. And so, I am working with people all over the world on Zoom and live, and my body is dance. It's not just my hands; my whole body, everything. Mm -hmm. is, you know, it's it's a been a wild ride. So I've been going through this whole journey of discovery about like what was it that caused it? Yeah, this man activated this, but if that happened to me, that means that can happen to anybody. Everybody mm -hmm. has something inside of them that's their special gift, right? Mm -hmm. and, not know it you might be a great singer you you know you might have this talent you know doing magic tricks i don't know what it is but everybody's got something that can help and and make this world a better place and so this is apparently what mine is currently so this is my wow. wild ride never would have dreamed it never trained for it just happened right and, and how long when did that happen that it's when did it start like how long has it been going on um, Mother's Day weekend. It'll be it'll be eight years this coming Mother's Day weekend. So eight it's seven years. and a half years. Wow. Yeah, yeah we're just oh. coming on that. Yeah. So it it I have been like I said on these incredible adventures with all of these different people in different ways, and it's not for everybody. I know that you know. Mm -hmm. So it's like I work. I sometimes will work with people that are very sick, have cancer, mm -hmm. and I am not necessarily to help them. I'm just maybe to help them pass over. So it might go more quickly, mm. you know, so that there's less mm -hmm. pain or their family gathers or that they have more peace in their hearts. So it's not like, you know, I can cure my cough or, you know, I can yeah. do. You know, <laughs> not, there are things that we're all supposed to be able to experience, but there are some things that are most definitely in our sphere of opportunity. Um, so it's been this sweet and wild ride and all i can do is and as i look in the world and i'm trying to figure out my place in it these days especially with the pandemic mm -hmm. i was like how can i help how can how can i help that's what i want to do i just want to help you yeah know? Wow, that's so amazing well, yeah so directing seems like really you're hard doing that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> directing's like wow i don't know how i can do that yeah throw in a movie <laughs> i mean i still do like a movie a year a little movie a year but it's 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 surreal. I find that that is so funny. The first movie that I did after my hands, what we call awakened, and my hands started mm -hmm. to dance, the director comes up to me and he says, I hear about these you know, dancing hands. He goes, come on, try it on me. I'm like, now? He's like, yeah, because <laughs> we were doing a light change. I'm like, 
in the middle of the set because <laughs> I was really, really shy Just about it. Right? Hit on like, the spot right there. I go, I go it's kind of yeah. weird. He goes, I don't care. I'm open for it. Let's do it right now, right here in the middle. And so as as they're hanging all the lights, I'm doing my dance right in front of them. I said, okay, I do it for best and highest good. I start dancing and and I said, look, so what do you want? He goes, well, I, I have, I'm, I'm a chain smoker. I like to stop smoking. It's like, okay, let's see what he can do. Oh, best in high school. We'll see, we'll see. And so that was the last time he had a cigarette. And so a year later, it, 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 all right, a year later, he said to me, you know, Jane, you didn't cure my chain smoking or cure me of my chain smoking. You cured what was behind that, the emotional mm -hmm. reason I began the addiction. Mm -hmm. And I'm really grateful. And uh, when I was doing that, you know, in that set, everybody starts lining up. Then, every, you know, the couch. There was no more breaks for Jane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jane's Aww. lines were not great that movie because uh. I was coming up like, can you work on me? Can you work on me? Can you work on me? And it was awesome because, again, you know, actors, we're basically circus people. Um, <laughs> but we have this ability. And, and I, I have asked, like, okay, so – I call it source energy. People call it God, creator, whatever, whatever this energy is that formed us in these bodies. Mm -hmm. Like, why me? Why did you pick me? And what I hear is because of your creative life, you as an actor have always given yourself over to the story, mm -hmm. the story for everyone, the script. And it's not like I'm, yes, I get a script. I can also, I get a language that comes through me also. And as I sing, I can hear, I can translate most of it, not all of it. But I, uh, my body is, again, given over to the greater story of how can we be in this world together as we are working together? Like, how can I support you? How can you, you know, mm -hmm. and it's not like how you, you can support, you are supporting me right now while we're having this conversation, but, but how can we make this world better for one another? And it can be like, I can see people, sometimes I'll go into businesses and, you know, and, and, the, and I remember this, uh, the CEO of the company said, I want you to come and dance because she, because I don't know what I experienced, but it was like going to the best spa ever. She was totally, you know, she came in the stockings and all this. And so she brought me to their company and, and, and I walked into the room and there's a circle of people like, y'all know what we're doing here, right? This is kind of crazy. Like we have no idea what we're doing. Like, oh boy. <laughs> so I started dancing all these corporate people and then they had a million dollar year the year after. So it was to elevate the company and to elevate, you know, some, one person's crying, another person's laughing, another person's feeling better. But again, it was just, it's, I never know exactly how it's going to go. I just know I have to show up and see what I can do to support people for whatever they're doing. So however I can support you two, I'm here. Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. I mean, th thank you for sharing all of that. Seriously. That is the most amazing. And it, it just sounds like, like what a, what a purpose to have found or to have had happen to yeah. you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah. yeah. I, you know, I wasn't even looking for it. That's the funny thing, huh? Right. It, it wasn't like I woke up like, oh, please it, let me have weird dancing hands and I'm a freak in front of all my friends. <laughs> you remember, I'm the shy girl and now I'm, I'm like dancing like a wild woman. Well, that too, because of... you could have easily like run the other way and not like embraced it at all. Been but afraid the fact of it. that now yeah. you've made it, this Jane's dancing hands. Yeah, it, I, have a fr I have friends that are actually really good and gifted healers, don't call themselves healers, and they don't want anyone to know. Mm -hmm. They don't want to have any attention. They don't want to have like, they don't want to have the responsibility. Like, you know, like my, some of my friends, we've not been able to save their spouses and that's mm -hmm. heartbreaking. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They don't want that responsibility. Like it's not up to me. It's, it's your contract, whatever you want to do. And maybe you can revise your contract and I'll see if I can help you with that. You know, mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So anyway, wow. Thank you. You also just have such a welcoming personality. Like I feel like within 10 seconds of talking to you, we feel like we've known you for forever. (laughs) You are my family now. You are my family and I'm going to be coming to babysit. Perfect. We'll all meet at Grace's. Yeah. We'll all meet up. (laughs) Um, You know, I'm also my, my greatest new role is that I'm a new grandmother. I'm the first friend to have. Oh, congrats. Oh, congratulations. (laughs) Thank you. My baby granddaughter oh. was born on November 1st. So, oh my gosh. Sweet. Like brand new. I know. Yeah, sweet thing. Uh, <laughs> so cute. So, I'm all about the baby thing. I was going to say, do you get to see the yeah. baby often? Not often enough, but she's down in Los Angeles area. So, I'll be back soon. Okay. So, we will definitely go and have coffee and I will come and help you, Grace. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm open to it anytime. Okay. Anytime. Okay. Great. <laughs> Lovely. And then you mentioned at the beginning that um, you were working on some other projects. Is there anything that you're able to tell us about or promote? Most definitely. So part of this, the dan- my focus has been primarily the dancing hands work. Yes. Um, I've been working on a book where we should be very close, but while the pandemic was happening, I'll just, I'll just use my words that I use. Source was asking me, go help. And so every day I would dance and these were, we came we brought groups together and every day I was dancing and what was coming from this was a teaching. And there were, there were like, uh, people would dance together and people would feel great together. So we have this course course coming together about how people can also wake up to their own gifts, not just me doing it, but we, we work via zoom. And so I have, um, a new, new courses that are coming that are, um, basically about how to live your truth and to find these hidden gifts within you as well and to activate all that. So that's a new thing that's happening for me. And I feel shy about talking about it just like I did when I first started talking about Dancing Hands because I don't, Jane doesn't ever believe that she's a great teacher or anything like that. But I'm up in there in the corner while I'm dancing and watching what's going on here. Mm-hmm. And I know that there's a lot of people out there that need community and I know a lot of people out there that would really like to know what is out there in the world for them and what their purpose is um, and how they can also make make the make an impact on the planet but also just to live in their own bodies so many people meditate to get out of their bodies but this is about living in your body with the best that you can be in this world in this world you know going out and exploring the the northern lights or the mm-hmm. glaciers or going or just finding the that weed coming through the sidewalk seeing the the specificity you both were actors yes i want to say was, actor yeah. but yeah <laughs> you are so funny own your gift own your gifts how you can you can find beauty in anything right you i'm sure you've done those i love you exercises where you even if you don't love the person you're doing the scene with but you can mm. and you start building that source again is like building these these lessons through this body i am just a like a hollow flute just comes right through but to remind people if we can live through this focus and this focal point of love that we can change anything and we can make the world so much better for ourselves and our families and our and our friends our communities i really think we can make a big impact and i was never a girl that thought i could make a big impact i just was wanting to have fun and see what we can do and now look at me here i am all the way in alaska talking to you too i love it (laughs) 
I love it. Well, we definitely have to get coffee because I'm so interested in what you're yes. saying, but I yes. don't want to keep you here for five hours. So we have, <laughs> to have coffee. And I know I'm not, I, you know, my, my clock is blocked. So I, you have to let me know if I've been talking off. Oh my gosh. No, 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 um, no, no. You're, you're fine. Yes, is there, I have a website. Yes. Is that what you were going to ask me? That's what I was going to ask yes. you. How can we share? I have a little bit people? of psychic stuff. <laughs> just a little bit of psychic. And I'm not even, when I'm dancing, I go right in, but you know, I'm just talking janesibbett.com is my website. So J-A-N-E-S-I-B-B-E-T-T.com is my website. And there's different, there's different um, segments of the website, but uh, if you go to the sacred part of the website, you can see all of that. And we will be just putting, we're just dropping in this course. It's going to start in about on March 25th, I think. Okay. Um, then we'll have the first yes. <laughs> Jason's like, well, Jason, you want to come over here? <laughs> yeah. The more the merrier. Come and you on can in. <laughs> yeah, you can definitely follow me on Instagram. I do not have the blue dot. Um, there's no oh. one that has a Jane Civet oh. blue dot. And we cannot figure this out. We've had big PR firms trying to figure this out. No one can figure out why Jane Civet cannot get the blue dot. So if Weird. you know anybody at the blue dot world and Instagram world, I don't know. But maybe your interview will be the one that gets me over the edge. We'll I've got plenty can. of people. I've got, I've got, I would love to have more people following, but I have, I mean, I have followers. I meet the criteria. Like, mm. how about this Today Show interview? Would that work? No, nope, not so much. Weird. That is Isn't so it? weird. Do you think I'm an imposter? It's not mm. her the entire time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Say it ain't so. What Say it ain't think? so. Isn't it weird though? Isn't it strange? I that can't is even... really weird. It is. I wish we could figure it out. Thank you so much again for doing this. Oh, it's been such a pleasure. We are so generous with your time, really. Thank you so much. Oh, I'm sorry if I, I went on and on and on, but no. I'm just so, I no. love talking to you too. It's this been was so great. So right much. back at you. That's what I told him. Like we could really sit here for hours. Yeah. David and I yeah. often are like, "Oh my god, we lost track." We'll of time. look at the clock and be like, "Oh my god, we kept this person for so long." <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh um, well, it's been a joy, and I'm I'm really grateful that you reached out. Thank you so much. Uh, all right, bless you guys. Thank you. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Thank you so much, Jane. May my day. Appreciate it. Oh, we'll, we'll talk to you soon. <laughs> Excellent. Thanks. Bye. Okay. Bye. Okay. I didn't say this in the interview, but something, I think it's because I watched It Takes Two so many times growing up that her voice mm -hmm. is very iconic to me. Like mm -hmm. whenever she started talking, I could just like, picture her movies and shows that doesn't make sense but I just like she has a very iconic voice oh no I know what you mean it was she also has a very soothing voice like she talked very slow and but in a good way like she talked slow and paced herself just like a very soothing comfortable person to be around I don't know if she's ever been approached by that calm app oh. the app where like celebrities read you like bedtime stories Oh my God. But I would, I would, I would, would I would listen to her. For it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I would so listen to her. Hopefully um, whatever the book that she mentioned at the end, maybe there'll be an audio book. Oh, oh, I would think so. I love an audio book. Sometimes I love an actual book, but I love an audio book, but mm -hmm. we hope you guys enjoyed that as much as we did. It was 
truly an interview or where when it was done, my mouth hurt from smiling because <laughs> we were smiling from <laughs> ear to ear. There was like at least 15 minutes before we even started recording that we were just chatting with her, getting to know her. Jane, Jane, if you're listening to this, thank you so, so much for oh, thank coming Thank you on. so much. Oh my gosh. We are without a doubt going to get coffee with her when she's here next time. Yes. And I yeah. think she's going to come hold your baby. My God, I think she's going to hold the baby. She's going to probably move in here, I would say. Yeah. That, yeah. And we will happily let her. Oh we, as God. I don't live there. <laughs> <laughs> it was so amazing to hear her stories from working on Friends, obviously one of the most popular, iconic shows ever. David and I got to have some nostalgic moments ourselves because we were, as people know, tour guides on the lot. And yes. that's, that resonated with her because, of course, it was the same Warner Brothers is where they filmed all of Friends. So it was just really, really fun to talk with her about that and hear about it. And then, of course, It Takes Two. And then, of course, Jane's Dancing Hands. We heard that whole yes. story, which blew us away. That was so amazing. Seriously. And she said it in the interview, but make sure you follow her. Her Instagram is just her name, at Jane Sibbett, J-A-N-E-S-I-B-B-E-T-T. And her website is also her name, janesibbett.com. And like she said, you can contact her on there, read all about what she's currently working on, things she's done in the past, and of course, what she talked about, Jane's Dancing Hands. Also, we just got to love when everything's the same. Like, it's just her name, Jane Sibbett. Mm -hmm. we, try, we try to do the same. If you don't know where to follow us, we're pretty much at BTTB Podcast everywhere. Sometimes oh, please, you type please. in back to the best. Instagram and our Twitter is BTTB Podcast. Our Facebook and our TikTok are back to the best. But you know what? We it's also okay. like to do a one-stop shop. And you can yes. just head over to BTTB. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? If, if if this never works out for us, I think that you and I should mm -hmm. be car sales salespeople together. Oh, okay. Car salespeople. Okay. Yeah, I think we could. We have a good, we have a good, we could like riff off mm -hmm. of each other and just sell, sell, sell. <laughs> That's us. Sell, sell, sell. Uh, but yeah, anyway, our um, our website is bttbpodcast.com. <laughs> go, go ahead there. It's our one stop shop, as David said. Check it out and please buy a car from us. We need the commission. <laughs> is that what they say? Buy a car from me? Buy a car from us. We need commission. Yeah. That's it. Okay. We're in. We're done. And Jane, once again, if you've made it this far, thank you so, so much for coming on. We love you and we are so thankful and cannot wait to get coffee soon. Seriously, we'll be there <laughs> anytime. Anytime, anyplace. Um, and if you enjoyed this episode, please review, rate, share it with your friends, and then do us a favor and tune in next week mm -hmm. where we are going to keep taking you. Back to the best. Please only leave us a five-star review. We only accept five, only stars. five stars. We only will five cry stars. if it's four or below. Yeah, and I think it doesn't actually even let you leave less than five. So just like go ahead and leave five. No, and five and above, except one person who left us a bad one. But you know what? We we're, we rise above it. We move on. I rise up. rise Okay, we have we to go have five to, stars. Thank you so much. Five-star review. Thank you so much. Thank you, bye, Jane. Bye, bye, bye. Thank you, Jane. Bye-bye. 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 Jesus. Bye. Bye. <laughs>